Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Nursing Handover podcast with your three amazing hosts that you know you guys just love to listen to. You have me, Jerry, the lovely Diana, and the lovely Carissa. How has your weeks been going, guys? It's been going well. It's been going well. I've had a week off, well, about nearly two weeks off for annual leave. So we've just been chilling. But we've just been at the new house, so it's just chilling, but also doing stuff. But so far, so good. Not, I can't complain. Can't wait to see the final products. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> trust me, Jesus Christ. How's <laughs> <laughs> ah, this? To build them in. Legit, literally, my hand, my face is in my hand right now, and I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait. You know when you're over it, you're so over it, and I'm literally thinking, please tell me this is going to end. I actually, I, I'm actually in the house, and I'm like, I see the end, but is the end actually coming? Like, I just don't know. And the builders are so slow, and it's like you have to project manage them, and I just don't get it. And it's just, oh, yeah, they don't know how to prioritize. That's one thing nursing has taught me: prioritization. I hear that. Yeah, hopefully it will be done before you know it. And you won't have to bear this for much longer. Oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand it anymore. But yeah, I'm not, I can't complain, you know. All well, all well. Good, good. Diana? Oh, worst things in life. Ah, I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> 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 Do you know what? I was off for a week and I'm kind of annoyed because all of our UK people, this is the week we've been released. So I'm a bit frustrated because I was on house arrest on holiday for a week and now I'm back. And yeah, so I feel like I was off on the wrong week, I'm honest. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Mm. But, you know, I'm here. I've got a lot of exciting things to come. So I'm very excited. Good. Um, and all shall be revealed. Oh, exciting. Can't wait yes. to hear. Cannot wait to hear. And how are you? Me, I'm good. I'm, well, I've been on annual leave last last week and this week. Yeah, enjoyment. Honestly, there's perks to be in term time only, I can't lie. Like every six weeks, you get a break. I never thought, well, as you already know, I'm like the busybody of busybodies. Mm. I never thought I'd get to this point that I'm just like, yes, I'm looking forward to putting my feet up, not opening that laptop, not looking at that screen, not attending <laughs> any meetings. Honestly, oh. I, I tell you, Gigi was the queen of bank. This girl will never stop. So I'm even glad she has to pick holiday. I'm glad. Oh, I'm good. Just putting my feet up because I can't lie, this is, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. But no, I can't lie. As we've been released today, it's released. Yeah, I popped into a few shops just to see what it was like. Very nice. I can't lie; it wasn't as busy. Like it was busy, but not as busy as what I thought it would be. Like you mm. know, the shops opened the first time last year after our initial lockdown. Yeah, crazy. It wasn't like that at all. But do you know what? People don't have money. Well, yeah. <laughs> Like, well, that's, that's, like that's the reality like people that can't as much as we want stuff to open only the people that maybe have been working or people that are affluent and haven't felt the pandemic hit them can mm-hmm. go to the shops um 
And I think some people have just like gone around Primark and bought two pound shops and left. Like it's not been, yeah, mad as you said. It hasn't it's been crazy. crazy. But I think you know what? Just getting out of the house and w- even just walking around the shops, it yes. was just such a nice feeling. Like, don't get me wrong, I would do what I can. But honestly, just getting out and walking through like the shopping centre and seeing just the shops open. Honestly, it just brings me so much joy. Whether I'm going to go into them or not, it's another question. But <laughs> just the fact they're open, like yes. that little bit of faith has been restored in humanity. Uh-huh. And seeing people, people are really happy. Definitely. Definitely. I've seen some pictures today that has looked like disgusting crowds. So I'm a bit hesitant, like what is actually going to happen? <laughs> but I can only hope for the best, honestly. I just want Boris to keep opening things up. But on the amount of people I've seen having like lunch or dinner outside in big puffer jackets because the weather's obviously not hot enough, I couldn't do it. I d- honestly don't think I could do it. Listen, people just want to be out. They don't That's care it. what weather it is now. That's Literally, it. we've had enough. This is it. Four walls out for one year. No, it's all right. Let the, let the wind lick me a bit. Okay. <laughs> I just hope wherever I go, we'll have a secure outdoor heating because honestly... This is not, it's not the one. Mm-mm. It is cold. It is cold and we can't deny that. Boy, who, to think that in April we're having snow. Yeah. Global warming is bad. It's bad. Terrible. It was snowing. My cousins live in Ascot. So that's like near, um, oh God, where's, where's Ascot near? It's like that's near like, Slough. And yeah. Like, yeah. She sent me a video and it's literally covered in snow. Like February snow, which is shocking to me because we're in April, going into May soon. It's just shocking. It is. It is. Gosh, but it always snows in April. There's always a day in April that's just cold. But to be fair, we're having weeks of cold weather, so yeah, the times have definitely changed. For sure, for sure. But, but apart from that, I'm quite happy just plodding along enjoying my time off before I return to the schools next week the schools <laughs> uh, sometimes nursing can be draining it oh, can God. be draining say that again like oh as much as we love our jobs it really does take its toll mm-hmm. definitely yeah. I wouldn't yeah but I think you know what this is like the real side of nursing well the real side of anything really you have your up yeah. days you have your down days you have your days that are just like mm, I just need to go to work and come home literally and literally. You do it all over again and as your mood for the whole day work I just need to focus on work do what I gotta do at work and then just come home that's all I care about honestly and just hope that the time flies by because otherwise you'll be in that office space or department or wherever for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Trust Honestly. me. Is there anything in nursing you two feel you're still finding difficult to overcome? Um, anything in honest, particular? I think it's probably the change around of, like, different mm-hmm. types of jobs. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, well, maybe I'm just slow, but I feel like I'm still struggling with the whole shift change from, like, shift work to Monday to Friday life. 
don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I said, as nice as term time is, it's a big adjustment. Yeah. Mm. And a big adjustment that I'm happy for, but, you know, it's forever changing. And then there's days that you're like, I kind of miss you work. And, you know, having, well, now things are open again and now people are going back to work. Having those days off that people are not home mm. is a great thing. All those little things. If that makes sense. What's, what about yourself? Um, it's funny. When I was doing shift work, my body was exhausted. It took its toll. I just didn't feel like I ever had enough time. I had to plan my life three months ahead. Mm. It was just so much. It just felt like too much sometimes. Yeah. And I, and I relished the Monday to Friday pattern because everyone's on Monday to Friday. It meant I could plan and have a life yeah. and do things. But there are also moments where I think, oh, God, I'd love to just go and do my hair on, on a Wednesday. Mm. Or I'd love to go to the shops when nobody's there and I can park mm. right near the front and just go in and do what I want and leave. Or I can have a lie in, you know, I can do three night shifts and then be off for four days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's stuff like that. And that's why I feel like with message, we're never happy in a, in a sense of we can't be pleased. No, well, no we can't be. Not at all. <laughs> you know, I thought, yeah, nine to five, yeah. And now I'm still, now I'm trying to plot how I can somehow do this job and work longer hours so I can work less days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you even hear the madness of that. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure it out. How can I do it? Honestly, because yeah. you don't want to be on shift 24 7. Like, you also want to have some time to yourself. And I don't know, it's just, I just think it's hard. In terms of like nurses are never are never happy because if it's not your rota, it's your annual leave. If it's not your annual <laughs> leave, it's the fact that you've got no weekends off or mm-hmm. or also, someone like, else being, is a, t- being a slave to the rota. So that's what also used to make me really annoyed with shift work. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. you know you're literally like waiting for the someone else to decide basically what's going to happen for the next month, and you just have to adhere to it. I yeah. hate it. I really hated shift work and. You, I genuinely developed a fear of missing out. I definitely developed FOMO when I was working on the wards. Like if there was an event happening in a month's time, I would panic in silence and think, I'm not going to be able to go. Someone's got annual leave already. They won't be able to approve it. It just, it really put me, it really brought me down a couple of times. Mm. You, mm. you feel like you are missing out. And we're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, these are day pre-corona when, like, you know, you can go to day parties, night parties, brunches, the works, and when everyone's going on the weekend, where are we? Right. Hey. You're feeling you're feeling drunk on a night shift at two a.m. Like imagine, you know, <laughs> like you feel like you're gonna vomit everywhere. Well, you know you what you do? Go on, go on, Clarissa. No, so sorry. And you sometimes just feel like. I can't believe I'm literally giving my life, sacrificing my life for a service that is, and it's not reciprocated. You can say that again. Mm. It's just sorry to disturb you. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh no no no! Don't worry at all. That's just it's just me buying in. It's always I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish there was an equilibrium, a mm. way to like do both. Because there's other countries that, for example, will have like, you know, that don't do long days like we do. Don't get me wrong. There's days I'm like, give me a long day or a night. 
anytime. Yeah. But then there were also days, there were also days that I was like, I could work, I could do this five days a week, eight to three, yeah, or something like that. But mm. and then you're just there all the time. Yeah. Do you think people? I mean, do you think people would be? working more if they would be able to just choose their hours on a monthly basis so like for example if you were actually able to choose your shifts on a monthly basis so for one week i chose to do three long days and then the next week i just want to do monday to friday and have my weekends off do you think people would work more do you think we will be short-staffed still i still think we'll be, i definitely think we'll still be short-staffed mm. because people will try to find ways to cheat the system less than mm-hmm. It's true. And yeah. I think it also comes down to hours because this is kind of like a bit of like self-rustering. Yeah. So we did self-rustering when I was on Piku and in Aini and it can work out great if you're good at rostering correctly or it can be your big, your arch nemesis mm. if, you don't, if you don't roster correctly. So it's a bit of both and adhering to your hours because some people will try and squeeze in their hours here, there, and everywhere, and it just doesn't work. And then, oh, before you know it, you're doing like four long days in a row. Mm-mm. Yeah, I and mean, I can't think of anything worse. You need you need somebody who's very good at the roster because you have to try and please everyone. Like I would hate that job. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, you have to, you have to try and accommodate everybody. You've got to try and be fair. You want to give everybody what they want, but you know you can't. Um, it's hard. I feel like you have to be a bit detached from the floor. So you can do yeah. it. Yeah. I think that's the only way that would work. If you're countering yeah. like people that are part time and all sorts and kids and this and another, I feel like for us young ones, this is where other people get priority. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not hating people that have dependents or anything like that, not at all. But mm-hmm. us to the world, like we may be doing living our best lives when we're outside of work, mm-hmm. but we're not classed mm-hmm. as anything else but single. Oh, yeah. she's fine. She's got nothing to do. How do you know? Have you asked me? <laughs> this is it. That's it. You no. don't know me. You exactly. Don't know <laughs> exactly. All you know is that I haven't got kids or I haven't got dependents at home. So you feel like I could do the shift. It's kind of like working Christmas. Oh, oh my God. I hate Christmas yeah. or New Year's. Don't get me started. <laughs> I, on the ward, I genuinely felt like they would all look at me every staff member would look at me when it came to christmas eve and christmas day because yeah. i felt like i was i was the youngest there this was on the on the surgical ward i was on my first mm-hmm. job i was the youngest there and it was kind of expected for the younger person to give up their free time to accommodate others this is what i mean they just expect you to do it when i'm sorry babes it's not the case i also yeah yeah at home like for yeah me, i actually didn't mind working christmas because uh, you i can, didn't i didn't, I didn't mind, mind it either. but i definitely want new year's off like there was no way you're gonna yes. make both yeah yeah like, i think it is different for everyone because i have some friends sure. that will, yeah because i have some friends that will rather work new year's than have christmas off which is fine but I don't think it should be a given that, you know, just because well, I'm the youngest, I'm going to give up my free time for you. No. If I manage to get off, I'm going to go and enjoy it, just like everyone else. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wrote I used to come out in, like, September for December. Um, what? Man. Really early, and they'd put it up on the wall. 
and they'd give you like the code key. You've got to pick. It's, I think it's like thirteen shifts or fourteen shifts, and then you've got to make sure that you pick a certain amount in this particular block, and everybody has to do their fair amount and all this business, whatever. And it was so funny watching people go up to put their shifts on, and friends weren't want to work on the same day, and that was another thing and then you know this clip wants to all work on this shift and you've not not got enough on that shift we've only got 10 people for new year and loads of people on christmas and it was just nuts absolutely nuts and i think that was the worst part having to choose yeah um and not knowing what you were going to get sometimes you know you might not get what you want and like you said yeah. we you have to give up people that had kids you had to give up christmas it's like that was a given they were all going to have it off literally that's yeah you you kind of knew who was going to get it off to be honest without you even putting the days you wanted down you already knew who was going to get it off yeah big time i can't lie with that i'm very swift because like in any we do like twilight shifts which are 6 p.m to 2 a.m so i will hand on heart say i'll do christmas twilight because fair enough you won't be able to drink on the day but you would able to have eaten your breakfast and your lunch and most likely your dinner you come to work and it's even more dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I go home at two when the madness is going off. So for me, I, I enjoyed those Christmas shifts. I wouldn't have minded. If there was a twilight shift, what, from 6pm to 2am? That's not yeah, bad. That's not bad. I don't mind those shifts, actually. Because those will be like your busy period. So by the time you actually finish, you're, you're ready to go home and sleep. Yeah. And no one can say anything. I, I remember one, one of the renal placements I was on. They did twilight shifts, and I've always been intrigued by them. I wouldn't mind. It's a, it's just, it just feels like I don't know. The time seems convenient for a lot of people, and what? And sometimes they can pay for your taxi home and stuff. Yeah. Well, the trust I worked mm-hmm. for, if it was your permanent shift, they will pay for a taxi. If it wasn't, then you know, you found your way here, so you can find your way home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. But um, yeah. I those shifts I think are great, and even if you know it happens to be a day that your friends are off X Y Z, you can still go out for lunch. Again, you can't drink, but there's like mm-hmm. little bits you can do. However, if you've got a run of those, they will actually kill you. No, I mean I used to do Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day night. You do all three. Yeah. Wow. Uh-uh. And then I'd be off for almost two weeks at New Year. So I'd do all three. Mm-hmm. And let's say I'd then finish 27th, 28th, 29th. I might do like 30th day or do 30th night. So finish on the 31st. Then I'd be off from the 31st to like the 8th of Jan. That's actually like that. quite sweet. I can't uh, Yeah, when you put it like that, it makes sense. <laughs> but you yeah, have to I be mean, smart. it's hard, but... Yeah, you have to engineer your shifts. And because, don't forget, when we're doing shift work, you have, like, your red request days as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you have those five request days. So you can, like, pick three days as one week and you leave and then put in five days at the end of requests a week and a day. Oh, my gosh, guys. Did you actually have to struggle to get annual leave? I did. This is, this is yeah, this is why I had to go into a clinic because... All the Saturdays and Sundays and the nights that I wanted off, it was just a struggle. People didn't want to swap. Um, and you know, sometimes, you know, events wouldn't come out to like a month before, for example. And sometimes 
submitting annual leave a month before was too late. Yeah. Mm. And you just felt like you kind of felt trapped and you kind of felt, this is what I mean, you kind of just felt like you were missing out. I really developed FOMO <laughs> when I was on the ward, you know. I, I, I don't felt blame like I was you. Missing out. I think for me, because I, the department I worked on, we were pretty much like family. So mm. my work friends became like your you know, friends. My, my friends so yeah finding well finding days off that you're all off is very tricky enough but yeah because the majority with you could book one day off as um, request days or if it's annual leave whatever we mm. kind of make it work but no it makes so much sense because when you look at your other friends and you want to hang out with them how can you when yeah. you're only off like monday to friday or you're doing nights so you know you can't see them Parts of me think, did we go into nursing too early? But then parts of me is like, <laughs> we did it at the greatest time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it 100. Yeah, I thought that a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try and talk my way out of it. I thought about that a good few times. And you know what? I think, you know, I, I just sit there and think to myself, how could I be in nursing for another 20 years? How do people say they've been in nursing for 30, 40 years? I literally look at them with a blank expression on my face because I'm just like, how? Honestly, the worst is when they've stayed in the same department for 20 years. Yo, my God. Yeah. How? Yeah, what, is this? what is this? How? I, I, I mean, is this, a, is this a generation change? Is it, is it, is it different? I, I don't know what it is. I can't lie thinking about this because i've i've moved around quite a lot in yeah. the five years i've been qualified but there's a part of me that thinks why be stagnant yeah and why yeah. would i stay unless like there's a reason for me staying whether it's to do with like childcare or you know family around or whatever whatever it may be why am i staying in the same place because i always think about jobs as in what can they do for me? Alongside what can I do for them? What can they do for me? If my purpose yeah. is done there, trust me, baby girl, I am out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate. Do you what... think it's a generational thing? I do. That we have that mentality. I do. Because I think if you look at the generation before us, yeah. or if you think about for example, like around our parents' ages, some of the nurses that we've seen who may be similar ages to our parents, mm. especially if they've come from abroad, they stay in one place because they've made a family. Mm. Some are willing to, you know, flee the nest and see what else is out there. But majority, once they've come and they've made somewhere their home, they're not mm. leaving. Mm. And also, I don't... I feel like there's also... A lack of wanting to go up the ladder due to responsibility. I find mm -hmm. that the younger lot are like, you know, I want to get to, I want to do my band five, band six, band seven, decide whether I, what route I want to go for band eight or whatever. Like mm -hmm. it's very rare you hear someone around our age say, yeah, I'm happy to be a band five and stay here and just do my hours and go home. Yeah, no. Yeah, we want more for ourselves now. Definitely. And also the lifestyles that we're trying to live, you can't live that on a band five wage. God forbid. At all. <laughs> and that's not I like I'm not calling out no band fives or anything, because we have to we all have to start somewhere. Mm. But when you have certain expectations and certain things you want to do for yourself, 
I think planning comes into it because like initially yeah. I always said to myself I will stay somewhere for a year and a half if I'm not happy you go I'm going because mm-hmm. by a year and a half I've been able to gain decent experience yes yes that's the one blessing with nursing literally you can stay there from six months up to a year and a half and that is and that is experience that is mm-hmm. classified as experience mm. so even if it, exactly even if it's a place that you know you dislike just get it wash your edge get your experience and mm-hmm. move on like we mm-hmm. had i had a matron who she was quite young i actually think she was around our age like she's probably yeah, just turned 30 but she kind of gave me the it, the push to always be like if there's something else you want go for it even yeah. within nursing there's so many non-nursing management roles that you can get onto through nursing yeah. and yeah. i think well i think this also comes from uni we're so one-track minded in this in a sense of nursing can only be like the physical aspects of nursing Mm-hmm. without like the management side yeah we'll get there eventually like in 20 years time but there's so much more to gain mm-hmm. by Definitely. looking at the different roles that you can go into because all those skills are transferable for mm-hmm. if you think about it, working in retail like pre-nursing I worked in Primark those skills were definitely transferable to working on shop floor in A&E or in a ward your patients mm-hmm. are your Oh, your client? No, what's the word? Customers. Yeah, and you have a job yeah. to deliver. Mm-hmm. So Big there's time. all these ways that you know, chopping and changing from jobs and seeing what else is out there. Like I don't think if you're very, if, if anyone's unhappy, I don't think anyone should stay. Not mm-hmm. at all. But no. Yeah. Going back to the main question, I'm there with you with FOMO because you get to a point. Everyone, no one asks you to do anything because they know all you're going to say is, "Sorry, guys, I'm working." Mm. A Amen. Amen. Yeah, literally. And I can't lie, if if Corona has taught us anything, it's to live my life to be the fullest. (laughs) And do it safely, honestly. Like, we have worked our backsides off this last year. Whatever Whatever field you're in, you have worked your backsides off with all the madness that's been going on in the world. No one can tell me we don't deserve more than we get in. Mm Mm-hmm repeat that again whether you're a corporate nurse whether you're a shop floor nurse with like whatever type of nurse you are tell me about it we deserve a lot more we need and you know what it is it's not that we deserve we need a lot more we need a lot more time for ourselves and we need a bit more money like it's it's yeah i feel like we are just we are sacrificing a lot more than what we're actually getting paid to do even mm. even down to the course. Yes. So like, yes. well, we all, we've all done the nursing course. Whether you did it 10 years ago or whatever, we've all done the nursing course. How difficult is that course? But then you want me to complete hours and do all sorts. But yet my mates that are studying other normal subjects are getting like three months off. And yeah. do you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like, we work so hard and it's just not recognised. It really just grinds my gears. As you can tell, guys, I'm really sorry. (laughs) No, it's the truth. It's the reality. And I think people just think it's really easy. And nursing is hard and it's hard when you're young. 
Yeah. Um, because all your friends are living their best life and you're not. Let me just tell you guys that for free. You're not. Mm-mm. You're not. Um, I, I for one, struggled the first year of the degree because I just kept thinking, I'm only 19. Mm-hmm. And my friends are falling out of clubs and getting drunk and going to house party and going from dorm to dorm room and going to Malia in the summer and I'm here on the wards cleaning up phlegm. I so say like, it again, please say it you again. Know, you're, you're staring outside the window on the ward and the sun is bright and you can see people walking across Archway to go goodness knows where. Mm. And it's still only four o'clock and you've still got three hours left. And you're just thinking, I'm too young for this. Like, what am this- I doing here? Yeah. Do you guys you feel sorry see... for yourself? I thought you do. You do. You do. I'm sorry for myself. Big time. Do you guys think that we actually went into nursing too early? Like being a hundred percent honest. Uh I don't know. I think we were smart to choose it. Fair. Big definitely. I think we're the winners. We've had the last laugh in many situations because we mm. have a versatile career. We have a career that we can go in and out of. Yeah. Um, like, for example, even my mum was having this conversation just a few hours ago. And she was saying, oh, I thought you were going to be in NICU and you're going to go up the ranks. I was like, I still can. I could still go yeah. back to yeah. do it. And I was like, the door never closes in nursing. So I think we were no. too far in our choices. Um, we have we have a career that there's always a um, get out of jail card. Yeah. Um, if all else fails, you can go anywhere and do anything. And, you can, and, and as Carissa quite rightly said, every bit of experience goes on your CV and makes you better. Oh, yeah. Um, so in that sense, I think it was the right, the right decision. I definitely think it's made us grow up quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, you hit the nail on the head there. That was what I was going to say. That yeah. it's made us mature a lot more quicker than other people, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because it's you, made would us... You, mm-hmm. Would Go you ahead, say that because... Or the seriousness of the course and what we're doing, or just in general? I think everything ha- as a whole. So I think with the course and with the job itself, it's the discipline that you need to have. The discipline yeah. of being able to say, no, I can't come here. No, I can't. I've got a night shift. It's the discipline of making sure you get enough sleep so you can work on the ward properly. It's mm-hmm. the discipline of staying focused on the ward, you know, mm. like, and it, it is a matter of life and death for some patients, regardless of what ward you work on. You have to stay focused. It really disciplines you. And I think with the amount of people that we see day in and out, you deal with different kind of people and you have to adapt to everyone that you work with. Mm. So oh, yeah. the job itself it, it it does transform you and there's a lot of pros within that but then with that you do grow up a bit quicker and I do feel when you start nursing from young I feel like you kind of lose your youth a bit oh for sure your innocence is out the door along with yeah. a lot of other things that you have to see yeah 100% and yeah it, I mean it, nursing humbles you I believe everything in medicine humbles you differently but mm. then at the same time, it is sad because you're meant to live, you're meant to be youthful, you're meant to have that energy, you know, that that excitement. And I kind of feel like it dampens it down a bit. 
Oh yeah, because you'll be the smart one. You're going out with your friends on a night out. You're the one that can't get drunk because you know you're watching out for everyone else who's going to fall over and hit their head, and all those little things. Yeah, it kind of plays a part. Yeah, hundred percent. And then yeah, so I think the course itself kind of gears you up for that. It's it's, it's responsibility, really. The course itself, the job itself, and what you do in the job it just it's a different level of responsibility that you and you do it for 12 hours even sometimes for 14 hours are there actually shift. places that still do 14 hour shifts because that's horrible no but i mean sometimes when you do stay behind i mean god forbid there's been times where say okay say we clock off at eight mm. i wouldn't leave until nine thirty sometimes because god forbid there was an emergency God forbid, last minute, my patient decided to score a nine, you know, and I have to do, I have to call like the team and call like the ICU nurses. Like it can just happen last minute and you end up doing 14 hours, you know? And you don't get that time back. No, I think there's a a big thing that we just, that we just accept that we stay later. Whereas Mm -hmm. I know certain nurses that were actually, they'll go and get their time but if they've stayed later they're making sure that nurse in charge has altered their shift so that they can be either paid for it or given time in lieu who does that as as in there's just some nurses Mm. some like that have the balls to do it because i don't like if i'm being honest i don't think a lot of us would do it we just kind of see it as oh you know i just stayed back late hold on are we allowed to request those hours back and to get paid well, it's quite tricky. People do it because ideally, if you worked over, if you worked a certain amount of time, you should be paid for it. Mm. But I think we've kind of not even just us. I think nurses as a whole, a lot of people, a lot of nurses have just got into the mind frame that I just stayed late. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, depend. Like- yeah, and depending on what you're doing or who's in charge, or whatever. If you tell them, they could be like, "Okay, fine, just come in later." later mm. tomorrow or whatever but i know actual nurses that will have it put onto like the actual rotor so they can be paid for their time Jeez. but to me that's a lot of effort that i don't have i'd rather just go home mm. you know what? I, I i wish i had that confidence i want to feel a bit more confident in my rights in regards to that because yeah why am i why am i settling again i think it's like you said, us nurses, I think we were programmed to think it's our job. This is what we have to deal with. But mm-hmm. no, we need to learn how to say no. It's a big thing because like, we're literally just seen as the yes men. Because mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's, that's like the running theme in nursing is we're yes people. Hence why that we can be taken the piss out of so easily because we're doers and we're carers and it's our job. I know yeah. it's our job, but we to me, to be a nurse, you have to naturally have care and compassion mm-hmm. and empathy. So you would never not do something. You would never see someone struggle and not help them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's why we can't say no. Mm. But to me, I think this is where, from a business point of view, the NHS just kind of like lures in. It's like, hey, this person's happy to stay later. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. They take advantage of that. Yeah. And like, you get nothing for it. Mm-mm. Like I would, I would consider myself quite ballsy in certain things, but that I'm very much in the mindset of I'm just like it's just an extra hour, it's fine. 
I've done worse. Mm. This is it. This is it. That that's me. Yeah, I don't mind. Whatever. I'm not doing anything tonight anyway. You know, it's but fine. I'll just go be, home and sleep. That yeah, shouldn't yeah. be the excuse. Exactly. It does nursing changes you and I think people need to realise there's loads of pros and cons, but it does change you and I think I'm but yeah, it it does change you. I'm happy to be in a clinic, in a sexual health clinic, but on a ward, I yeah, I don't I I'm not mentally strong enough to stay on there. For thirty years. Imagine oh. I can't. I can't imagine that. I I can't. It makes me. F- I get nervous just thinking about that. I feel hot. I just honestly, I just think <laughs> the way that people, like our generation, are going up the ladders. Mm. When I get to that point, what, what am I going to do next? Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to stay in that role for twenty years because let's be honest, it can take people less than ten years to get up to like a band seven or a band eight. Hundred percent. What am I going to do next? Mm. What do you do next? Do you continue? Well, that's the question. What nursing? do you do? Pardon? Do you continue nursing? Do you go back to your shop floor? What, what do you do? do what you options retire? do we have? This is what I'd like to actually find out a bit more. Like, what what truly are the job prospects of a nurse who starts nursing, for example, twenty twenty one, and like the next forty fifty years? Obviously, yeah. I understand the, the story is very different for everyone but what 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 can we do especially if you've been for example like me who's dibbled and dabbled in quite a few things what yeah. else is left yeah yeah like, i can tell you now i don't really want to be an acp it's never been my kind of thing and also nah it sounds an interesting ACP for you um an acp is an advanced clinical practitioner so they kind of right match up to like a registrar's rate right mm. i don't want me personally i don't want a sort of responsibility on me and but there's other things i'm happy to responsibility um so you're working alongside doctors depending on the field so that like, we have a few in any i know there's some in pediatrics um quite a lot of different specialities have their own acps mm. but and then you're kind of looked at as you're a doctor right and you right. think you go back to uni for like two years I believe yeah. or something like that but for me that's not a route I'm willing to go down how come yeah. I'm just not interested in it mm. like I really if I want to nurse I want to nurse mm. if that makes sense like that's this is again not shutting down anyone who wants to be an ACP like all f- if you're go if you're going for it all for all for you because that's just not for me and I understand that we've all got different paths that we want to go along yeah for me that's just not it like I really like to those that know me you know I really enjoy safeguarding yeah whether it's going down the name nurse route or something like that to me that seems more appealing than me going out to go and be an advanced care practitioner yeah do you get what I mean but again where is this going to take me what are the job prospects when I reach there because I don't know about you guys when I was in uni I always said to myself, I want to be an Amy sister. I mm, did that. Yeah. What, what was next? Mm. And I'm not sure how you guys plan your future. Do you, whether you guys set out like a five year plan or short term, long term goals? I'm kind of like always 
on the go, despite yeah. being a busybody, it's like I want to know if okay, if I've reached this goal, what's next? That's mm. me. But That's then I'm starting me. to think if I'm doing it as quickly as possible, there's gonna be a point that I get to and I'm like, yeah, what is next? What is next? I've done it all, sort of thing. Like yeah. what is next? That I mean, and I I think that falls back to the question. Did we go into nursing too early? Mm. Well, because for women like us, for our generation who want the progression, who are ambitious, for to get to like like Jerry said, to get to band eight, it's it's going to take less than ten years. Then what? Yeah. What's next? Do I continue going up the management route, or then do I do do I become medicalized? Like. I don't know. This is it though, because I look at it and I feel like as much as going up the ranks is fantastic because first of all, my money's more. Exactly. Like I can live the lifestyle I want, I can have access to better things, it sets up my future really nice. But I love the hands-on-ness and I love being on the floor. I love being around the patients. And the higher you go up, the less you do of that. Exactly. Mm. Am I willing to give it all up and come back to being on shop floor? Probably not. Yeah. And I think the blood, sweat and tears you go through for your qualifications and the courses you do post-grad and stuff like that, to then not apply and use them anymore. And I can't lie, I've seen some, yeah, like I've seen some people who, not management, but have been off or been away for a bit and come back and they're severed and are useless. And you just think you shouldn't even be in navy blue. You have no bloody clue. (laughs) <laughs> like you're the blind leading the blind I won't want to be in a room with you on a shift because you don't know what you're doing mm. and to me being a nurse to me anyway I believe if you're a nurse in management you should be doing clinical shifts to keep your skills up amen I amen. agree with that I definitely agree with that because like the last trust I worked for all the seniors every two weeks they had to do a day as a they had to do a clinical day shift yeah which it's Good. not as mu- it's not as much as you know people would like, but I think it's a great thing to keep your skills up. And also remember where you came from. Yes, amen, amen. There's a lot of higher ranking nurses that act like the s don't stink. You know, exactly. They don't help out. They're not hands on on the shop floor. It, you know, it. They just forget where they've come from and what we're doing. Yeah. And then I'm questioning you why you're not meeting targets. How can I when I've got poor staffing or other issues going on? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, don't you remember what it was like when all of this was happening? Yes, say that again. And I wish you can question them this as well, because it's not an ignorant question. It's just like, yo, like, remember how it was like? How can you not remember? And why? How are you asking me these unrealistic questions? questions and having these unrealistic expectations from us and unrealistic circumstances you can say that again yeah i think this is why i was very pro senior senior management actually coming back to do a day shift because Mm -hmm. they well you can only hope and pray that it's going to be a tough shift so like you know they have to earn (laughs) their money like just like the rest of us but you know they can truly see that we are working very hard Mm-hmm. And it's not as easy as it may have been ten, fifteen years ago when they were on shop floor like we were, like we are. No. Even just looking at how COVID has been 
has how COVID has been for us. Everyone, everybody has had to change their style of working. Yeah, everyone, and a lot more people working under pressures that they've never had to ever enjoy in yeah. their life. And then it, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Someone's going to come down from above and say you haven't met your targets. Imagine. Are you kidding me? Imagine. Right? You just feel so undervalued. hundred percent. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a manager in the office and hearing people running up and down, people not have had breaks and not coming out, even just to say, right, I'll be in the room for 30 minutes. Even yeah. if I'm sat on the computer doing work, but I'm in the room so somebody can have a break. I'd want to be a visible manager. I want people to see me and know that I can help you. I'm yeah. able. You know, my knowledge is not just now shoved away because I've not done it for ages. And yeah. it's very funny that when people do come back on the shop floor, they're so shocked by how busy it is. They're so yeah. astounded. And even, oh, how do you guys manage? Like, yes. Yeah. And you just think because we have no bloody choice. You yeah, know, we just have to do it. Along with it. Yeah. yeah. And, do you ever find that now you've left, okay, the main clinical area and you've gone into the, the community or the more outreach side of stuff, mm. you sometimes think, how the hell was I fine? Like, I used to work so quickly and do so much. How did I breathe? How did I take life? Yeah. How did I have I've, time? I've definitely slowed down. I can tell you that for free. But, yeah, it, it, but this is the thing. When you're there you have no choice you know you have to get it done mm-hmm. and it's that's what I mean about the the responsibility like when you're on the floor you're just in work mode your mind is just it's just constant you know yeah. and you just don't notice the amount of things that you're doing and the amount of tasks that you have in your head and that Definitely. you're you're essentially just ticking them off and you don't notice the chaos around you because you're just trying to manage your own <laughs> Mm-hmm. exactly and then this leads to burnout and then this again yes. increases why people leave the clinical setting yeah mm-hmm. like we've all left it for our own personal reasons whether whether they're similar or not it's another question but yeah. um you get to a point that you just can't do it anymore yeah yeah and like, as my mum would say you know we're still quite junior in our careers mm. who are we to say we can't do it anymore but the pressures that we're facing and the things that we're doing it's a lot and yes. I think it's been able to recognize and I think it's a it's a strong skill to be able to recognize like this is not for me anymore yeah and make that decision to leave because I think a lot of people remain stagnant in places just because they're comfortable but they're not yes. in it and I genuinely don't know how you can be a nurse and not enjoy what you do don't get me wrong there are some days that you're just like I hate it here but you need to have that care and compassion and I think by the time you've reached breaking point, that's beginning to disappear. Yeah. No, it's that's that's the thing. And don't you think as well, because we're young, people think, hey, you know, how can you be tired? You've just started your career. You know. <sighs> exactly. And and I've, I've like... had that a lot. I've had people say to me, even like family, you know, but you've, you've, you're not even 10 years in, you know, you've not done enough. You've not done much yet. But what's enough? A long way to go. And I always say to people, do you know what? what is a lot for you and also a lot for me are different yeah mm-hmm. you know I like to sleep eight or nine hours I like mm-hmm. to be a lady of leisure mm-hmm. I like my feet not to hurt I like to eat in a timely manner wait wait know? wait Diane you sleep eight to nine hours I wish no as in I'd like to okay fine. Mm. As in, if I say I'm tired and I'm exhausted it's because I don't have enough of that 
or I need more rest. And, I, and I'm allowed to change my lifestyle, which includes my work, to suit me. Because at the yeah. end of the day, I'm working for myself, I'm not working for you. Yeah. You know, if, if my back is broken and my foot has problems, you're going to say, oh, sorry, and go about your day. Exactly. Like the one motto I live by, it's probably a bit extreme. If I die today, my job will be put out tomorrow. Yeah. So why am I breaking my back? For this for is a purpose it. that doesn't serve me. This is it. That, that That's literally it. We need to think like this a bit more often, you know. But then when we do think about that a bit, off, a bit more often and when we do try and get more time for ourselves, does our work even accommodate that anyway? I was about to say this. Would you yeah. guys feel confident calling mm. inverted commas sick for a mental health day? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly it's... wish I could. I just feel like if I was to say it, people would be like, what? It's not a real day. I wish, I, yeah. work. I wish I could do it. But even to call for period pain, I find it difficult. I'd rather go in and struggle and put painkillers on my break than go. Like, I've been to work after tooth extraction. What? Yeah. You've been serious? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Why would like, you do that to yourself? In, I went for a tooth extraction at two and I was there on a night shift at 7 30. Imagine. Okay, you're good. Because I can't lie. You're good. I would not be there. Yeah, because like to me, it's a tooth. It's not my hands and my legs. And it's a night yeah. shift. So if I just pop Cocodamol and go about my day, I'm cool. I mean, yes, it hurts a bit, but. Yeah, to me, that's not enough of a day off. And I think I'd felt, I thought I'd sound silly falling in because of that. Mm. Really? I get that. I get you. Yeah, because it's in my mouth. It's a, it's a tooth. And then if your tooth is hurting to the point that, like, you know, the pain's going to your ear or you're getting some sort, again, this is not saying this has happened at all, getting yeah. some sort of, like, <laughs> mouth abscess or whatever. Okay, obviously, you'd make the decision and be like, yeah, I really can't come in. But... I just feel like we have to be kinder to ourselves. And I just don't think our job allows that. No. Yeah. I agree. I, f- I feel like we're like sacrificial lambs for our patients. We are. Legit. We will be sicker than the patients that we're looking after, but we're yeah. still dragging ourselves into work. Big time. You yeah, because you feel bad. You know, like there's even research to back up that shift workers and those who do nights more, and this is no dig at anyone that does shift work or nights, they're more at risk of cardiovascular events. They're more at risk of uh, sleep deprivation, weight gain, certain cancers. You know, it's it's not even a healthy lifestyle. In the I long believe term. that. I'm, I'm so there that. with you. But then, you know, they're going to try and spin it and be like, we'll give you on social hour pay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, please. <sighs> It doesn't even cover Boopa. What's that? <laughs> How's that helping me? You're not helping me. Not <laughs> How dare you? That's exactly. I agree with you. It's not helping me. What's so bloody ever? No, not at they all. Pa- they patronise us. That's what they bloody do. This, they yeah, I, I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I really do. But no, I have no cons in calling in if I'm not mentally there and this is and I think this is what one of my managers said if you're not mentally there and you actually go on the ward and you're and you're not mentally there you're you shouldn't be there mm. you, you know you're, I agree you're I putting totally someone agree at risk you. 
you I put totally, someone else at risk. Big time. Like, I totally agree with you, Clarissa, but I think it also depends on the type of department you're working in. Because yeah. if you're working in, let's not lie, there are some very hostile departments and wards that, you know, people genuinely hate. 100%. Oh, yeah. And if you were to call in and say to, I don't know, your manager there, I'm not coming in because I've got a mental health crisis, like I'm having some sort of break or something. A lot of them be like, just get yourself together, get in an hour. And it's like, That's again, true. you're just being a sacrificial lamb. And it's like, we're supposed to be martyrs to healthcare mm. when we have lives just ourselves. Like, there's, let's, let's be honest, we've all seen the, that there's numerous amount of posts of like people in healthcare committing suicide because they're precious too much. Yeah. It Why is. would we continue to put this onto ourselves? And I think that's where we feel older and more tired and more drained because you mm-hmm. carry a lot. Um, and nursing, as much as nursing is a team effort and we always go on about this, like with the largest workforce in the NHS, you can also feel very lonely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in an environment where it might be hostile or clicky or in a place where you don't feel like you fit in or you're still trying to find your feet. Or in a place where you feel like you're always being watched, so you're scared to make a mistake. And talking about mistakes, stuff, you know, you've got whistleblowing. Nurses are lovely till something goes wrong. Yeah. And then it's... people are pointing the fingers or picking up and she didn't do that last month. But when she did that, she did, she did this. And it can be really dog eat dog. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, everybody is your friend till it's about my pin. And I saw you do something. And I'm going to, rep- I'm not even, they will never directly tell you they're going to report you. You just get reported by someone. <laughs> Wait, even if like you said, so I, someone said, I saw you do something. Someone yeah. will see that you did something that you never did. This is it. And I, and I don't want to make anyone feel like, oh my God, nurses are bitches. Because it's not that, it's not that what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes you just don't know who's going to, not dob you in, because of course it's patient safety. And we mm-hmm. all want to be, we all want to be effective and safe practitioners. But you can be on edge sometimes in your own team, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be lonely and that can be really difficult. And that's, those are the sometimes nursing ain't it because those are the little things you've got to be thinking about. I think we just need to be more selfish mm. and be aware of how we individually are feeling regardless whether it's shift work community work whatever because i think we get to a point in time that we're just like oh we're just gonna do it for everyone i'm just gonna coffee i'm just gonna come in and you know do what i need to take my mind off things or keep me focused or whatever but it's not the same no and we have we have a standard to deliver not saying that you know when you're feeling like that you can't deliver that standard well you can't because your head's not in it but I don't know. I feel like we need to be able to say no a lot more. Yeah. You're going to do this extra yeah. shift? No. Yeah. And also, and not being made to feel bad about the no. Yeah. Like yeah. It's my free yeah. time. Because you're roped. You're almost roped into a bank. You don't want to, but then they, they prey on the fact you need money. Um, mm. And I always sometimes think when I do banks, that ends up being the worst shift ever sometimes. Honestly, sometimes it's not worth it. And when you sit there and you think, I could have been in bed, I could have been watching Netflix, I could have been doing whatever I want, and I'm here, forcing no, forced to be here. And the person who even put you down for bank isn't even working that night, and you're just thinking, 
why am I here? Why? They they prey on the fact that you're a team player and you care and this you're not going to want to leave the unit in the lurch. So you will do it. Boy, oh boy. Guys, even though we say all of this, we do enjoy our jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to reiterate that. It yeah. sounds like, you know, we just hate our jobs. That's not the case. We really do yeah. enjoy our jobs, but I think it, we just want to highlight, like, you know, nursing isn't as glamorous as it seems to certain people. Like, we do have these restraints. And I think also this may help a lot of students who are in uni who believe that, you know, you can still have that life have the life live the high life that you want and be a nurse that only comes depending on where you work yeah and we don't work in america unfortunately exactly where mm-hmm. people make <laughs> the big bucks 100 percent. not like here oh God, so sad it's so sad when i look at the wages they earn there honestly carissa oh, don't stop my god <laughs> it's something else it's something else honestly we get pittance and the joke Compared is, yeah, them. they haven't had to campaign for it. They just get paid that money. Yeah. yeah. They're not fighting the government for this at all. And here we are trying to get our 12% up. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's laughable. It is laughable. Big time. But no, I think that's another topic we can leave for another day. Definitely. that's another one that once we get into, we are not going to stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> but thank you guys for listening along to this week's episode if you have any sharing any tips or have any advice or would like to share it up with us feel free you can always hit us up at our instagram page at the nursing handover or our twitter page at the underscore handover and for us personally, you can find Clarissa at Clarissa Ferrara on Insta. And for Diane, it's DB Lutz on Insta. And for me, Geraldine, it is Jellybean with three L's and two A's. I finally got it correct. <laughs> Weeks later. <laughs> but I think that's all we've got time for this week. What do you guys think? Yeah. 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 Until next week. Until next week, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Um, Bye.